Time for your weekly look at advanced stats with Jacob Gibbs on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to the show, everybody. We're going to tell you about Leonard Fournette. Of course, you're starting Leonard Fournette, but we'll tell you just how good he might be or bad. Chase Claypool and Hunter Renfro. Let's rock and roll. Jacob Gibbs, check out all his work on Sportsline.com, by the way. Okay, Jacob, so Fournette coming off a four-touchdown game. He's got the Falcons this week. What do you got? Yeah, it seems like an obvious spot, you know, but I just want to highlight really how encouraging the usage was for him last week. Um, Because if we can expect the usage we saw last week going forward, then like Fournette projects about as well as any running back in fantasy, which is crazy. I don't think anyone would have expected that, you know, just a month ago. But like truly, we saw him just take over the receiving work, the passing down work for uh, from Gio Bernard last week, which is something we really hadn't seen while the two of them have been healthy. Um, But Fournette was on the field for all the two minute snaps um, and his third down rate was way up. Um, it was up from 38% prior to week 12, all the way up to 88% last week. Um, and so because of that, we saw him, you know, see 24% target share, eight targets. And then more, you know, importantly, he was on the field all the time. 81% snap rate was the highest in week 12. And then just a couple other, you know, metrics that I really like to look at for running backs um, where he was clearly leading the league um, route involvement. So the percentage of, Tampa Bay's dropbacks that he ran around on was up to 81%. That was the highest of any running back in week 12. And then um, red zone touches were just ridiculous. And that uh, will likely be the case again here with Tampa Bay projected for the uh, the highest implied total. Uh, Fournette had more um, touches from inside the 10-yard line than any other player had from inside the red zone last week. Mm. Um, he had eight touches from inside the, the 10-yard line. So it's the whole package. He's got everything. He's got the receiving work. He's got the early down work. He really only gave up a little bit of his early down work. Toronto Jones, he had 77% of the running back rushing attempts last week. And he's got the red zone work and, and he's completely dominating the red zone work. And so really just from a projection standpoint, if this is the role we can expect from Fournette, he's a top five running back. <laughs> and that's crazy, especially in this spot against Atlanta. He definitely is with Tampa Bay implied for over 30 points. Let's talk about Chase Claypool. I want to know how you feel about him because I actually do like Chase Claypool uh, quite a bit, and it makes me nervous when I've counted on him before he's let me down. But I like Claypool this week. How about you? Yeah, you have every right to feel nervous. I feel the same way. I've been expecting Claypool to break out for a while now. It hasn't really happened, but I, I do continue to believe that it's coming. Um, we saw him you know, really play limited role last year, 63% snap rate, and it was kind of the same thing this year uh, to a lesser extent. He, he didn't play more than 85% of the snaps um, in any of the games um, before Juju's injury. Um, but since the injury, he's in, in games that Claypool's been healthy. He's played 96, 91, 98% of the snaps. And so we're looking at a player who has really, really, really impressive per route rates and is now running almost all the routes that Pittsburgh's, um, you know, dropping back on. And we get him in a spot here against a Baltimore defense that is just seems to be tailor-made for Claypool's skill set. Um, the, the Ravens use a ton of man coverage. They're third in the NFL in man coverage use. And because of this, teams have really aggressively attacked them downfield. Uh, they have the second highest opponent average depth of target um, in neutral situations. And then they've also really struggled on those targets. They have the second um, highest opponent passer rating on um, passes that have traveled 15 or 20 plus air yards. So teams are aggressively attacking them downfield and having success. And of course that lines up well with Claypool's, you know, route tree. He, he is the one who's seen the most downfield targets for Pittsburgh. And then also I just want to point out his splits versus man coverage. Uh, these are career splits are really, really drastic. His uh, target per out run rate is up from 21% to 29% um, when facing man coverage. And then his yard per out run rate is up from 1.8 to 2.5.
And so we're looking at a really highly efficient player playing all of the routes in a perfectly, you know, made matchup here. And I know Pittsburgh's only applied for 19 points. We have no idea what will ever happen with the Steelers, but I think Claypool specifically really stands out in this spot. I think somebody you got to start and somebody you really could look to in DFS as an overlooked play. Yeah, and I like him because no team gives up more big plays in the passing game than right. the Ravens. Most yards per catch to wide receivers. And I haven't seen a Friday practice update yet. I don't think it's been released as we record this, but uh, I know that um, Marlon Humphrey did not practice on Thursday. So, mm-hmm. All right, uh, the last guy we wanted to talk about was Hunter Renfro. Is he a must-start? I think so, yeah. I think you can make a case for Renfro as like a top 20, top 24 receiver. Um, he's he's been targeted at such a high rate. I don't know if people realize this, but he's top 10 in target per route run rate on the year um, at 25%. And then since Henry Ruggs has, you know, been out of the picture, we have five games and four of those we've seen Renfro target on over 26% of his routes, the highest of which came the last time that Darren Waller was off the field at 27%. And so I think it makes sense that he would again, continue to be a target at a high rate, no matter what the matchup, but he also specifically stands to benefit from, facing a Washington defense that blitzes at a really high rate, top five in the NFL in blitz rate. Um, and on the year, we have seen Renfro targeted at the highest rate, even when Waller was healthy, um, of the Raiders' pass catchers win blitzed. And second and third place closely behind him are Waller and Ruggs. And so with those guys both out of the picture, I think we could see Renfro just peppered with targets in this matchup. Mm. Um, and it's you know expected to be one of the highest scoring and most competitive games on the slate. And I, just, I think people are maybe overlooking him a little bit because there are a lot of exciting receiver options this week. But... I think this sets up really, really well, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if Renfro has eight, nine, ten catches in this spot. Everybody, thank you so much for watching and listening to Fantasy Football Today in 5. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you tomorrow with an injury update first thing in the morning on Sunday. See you later. Later.